Welcome back to the podcast with Jesus Puentes or the Jesus Puentes podcast, uh, whatever you want to call it. There's still not a name yet. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to talk about this with my guest right now, Sarah Fitzpatrick. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I'm going to be flat out honest. I don't know your, <laughs> your Instagram tag the way it is. Like, I feel like it's Sarah.com and the fitzpatrick you got it okay sweet i've got it wrong for every single guest that i've had so far (laughs) and i feel like yeah don't worry it's uh, you said all right to me and i said yeah don't worry to myself (laughs) uh well i was gonna say it's um for some reason like uh i don't know if this has ever happened to you but like do you remember people by their instagram tags instead of like their actual names not really. Uh, I don't know. I find it like I have to meet somebody in person first to like yeah. really be able to like recognize them on the street and everything, I feel. Because mm-hmm. there's been a couple awkward run-ins where people are like, oh, well, we already know each other. We follow each other on Instagram. And yeah. like, okay, now that we've actually met each other in person and have like introduced each other, like I'll totally recognize you. But sometimes when you're just like scrolling through Instagram so quick, you won't actually be able to like recognize them out in the real world. So Yeah, I know. I feel like for me, most of it has always been like um if if for example like that, like I would like follow somebody on Instagram and I'll have like their name and maybe it's just like their how do you call it? Like their nickname It's yeah. not actually their name. And then I feel obligated to like, when I meet them, I call them by that nickname and <laughs> it's kind of awkward. Cause they're just like, yeah, that's not my name. That's my Instagram name. Yeah. You know I mean? Like that has happened to me. And also, um, for some reason, I just remember people by their actual na- Instagram names, even though I've said it wrong in every single one of my guests. So it just goes to say, it's just whatever. Uh, actually, let's actually go to the topic of this uh, podcast. And the topic for this podcast is something that you were like flat out like wondering, why do you want to have me in the podcast, Jesus? And I was like, well, you may not think of it as a big thing, but see, when I first met you, you had like your following on Instagram, right? yeah and exactly like you can be humble about it and that's cool but (laughs) like the reason why i'm saying like you can be humble about it is because i don't think it's just uh whatever following when you start a tiktok account and then you like successfully get the same amount of people that follow you on instagram to follow you on tiktok like in a matter of like a couple days yeah like to like that's just mind blowing. Now I'm gonna tell you why. Because imagine Joy could do that, and imagine Joy had like those seven seven hundred thousand followers, almost eight hundred thousand yeah. in Instagram. Because he doesn't have that. Like if you look at his Instagram, he has like what like almost two hundred or something like that. Yeah, he has a lot. But but it's different platforms, different things that people like, mm-hmm. and diff- and like. Even though everybody on YouTube knows, like, I feel like they should know by now that he has an Instagram. Why, why do they not follow him on Instagram? You know what I mean? And then for you to like have like 
a new account on TikTok just right out of the get-go. And yeah. everybody just loves you so much, I guess, in your Instagram that they're like, oh, TikTok. And they, if they did not have a, an account, they made an account, they follow you there, and you have the exact same amount of following in Instagram and TikTok. Like, did it ever occur to you that that was a little bit crazy? Like, just getting those thousands of followers on TikTok, like, really quick? Yeah, so it's actually funny that you say that because... It's kind of, okay, wait, one second. Don't worry. <laughs> Sophie was playing with her squeaky toy the whole time in the back. <laughs> so do you hear that squeaky toy? I just took it away so that she's not squeaking anymore. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so funny that you say that because it's, I think it's actually two different sets of followers almost in a way. Um, and I actually gained more followers on my Instagram through TikTok, uh, because I posted one video with two of my girlfriends that went viral really mm -hmm. quick. Like all of a sudden it just got a lot of, um, exposure and I started getting all these followers off of that one video. So I don't think that it was from people going from my Instagram over to TikTok. I think it was from this one video that blew up and did really well. I got like, I think like 19,000 followers off of this one video. And then I started wow. seeing my account go up on Instagram from that video. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said it was one of your uh, girlfriends. I, I was going to say... I feel like definitely it was one of your trips. Like the clips that you have from your trips, like they're amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was actually a really, really simple, easy video that just blew up. It's kind of hilarious. So it was me and my two friends, Ashley and mm -hmm. Amber. And we're just like standing in a triangle doing this like jumping dance thing. In and out. In and out thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, I guess, really popular at the time or something. I don't know. All of a sudden, I got a call from Nathan, and he said, you should probably check your TikTok. And then I looked at my TikTok, and it went from, like, 50 views from to, like, 150 views. And then I checked back, like, 20 minutes later, and it would be at 200 views. And it just kept going up or sorry, 200,000 views. And it just kept going up and up and up like every time I refreshed. And then it almost got a million, but didn't quite hit that. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's how I got all the followers off of that. So, so yeah, that's kind of how it, how it happened. Look at you going viral, just like it's nothing. Like which TikTok was it? Like your first, second, or third? Like it was definitely yeah, it was one of your first, my first videos. Now I heard though, this could be a rumor, I don't know, but I heard that TikTok will like make one of your first videos do really well on purpose. So then you want to keep posting so that you like feel like you have the chance to go viral again. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You, mm, you might not be wrong. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I know, I'm not going to say names, but I know one of my friends, uh, she posted her first video mm -hmm. and it kind of went viral as well. It was like 20,000. Don't worry. It's okay for Sophie to like 
Just be like, Mama, pay attention to me. I know, she wants attention. Here, I'm going to go bring her over to Nathan. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. That's okay. You know what? What I feel like, like I'm talk, like I'm FaceTiming a mom, and like you're <laughs> dealing with your kids, and he's like, Literally. "Yeah, mom, mom, life." Yeah, actually, mom life. Well, I was gonna say it's um, the my friend. She did her first TikTok, and I'm pretty sure. I actually may not. I'm not pretty sure. I just remember a twenty. It could have been a twenty thousand views. Mm-hmm. Or two or two hundred thousand views, yeah. And it was her first TikTok, so you might be up to something. Because I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Like the first one, and went viral like that. Yeah. And then, uh, then afterwards, it, it wasn't so viral. But yes, of course. Like I, I get that idea that like maybe TikTok is doing that. Like, let's give them that, so that, like they stick into the app and they keep on trying it. You know what? I'm, I might just start my first TikTok today. You could, honestly. I bet within your first five videos, one of them will blow up and do really well. And then I think after that, like, you just have to keep posting. Yeah. And it's kind of like a numbers game, I feel. Like, the more that you put out there, the more, like, the higher chance you have of something going viral. And then it's just good exposure. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if that actually goes. Or if it's just for girls and not guys. <laughs> Have you made a TikTok yet, Jesus? I made the account and I I get my friends to send me memes to it. And I send memes to Joey and J-Mac. Okay. That's that's literally it. That's good. And, and it's actually so bad because I don't search those memes. <laughs> yeah. JP, he sends me all the memes on TikTok. And then yeah. I resend those memes to Joey and J-Mac. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I yeah. ones that you send me. Oh yeah, I've sent you a couple. Yeah, yeah. all of those, all of those are JPs. <laughs> yeah, he's the meme god for sure. Uh, but I was gonna say it's okay. So that's a huge turn of events. I was yeah. not expecting that. First off, um, second, um, I already plugged in your your Instagram, Sarah.n.fitzpatrick. Yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to put a box in here or in here or somewhere. I, I don't know where it's gonna appear. But anyways, um, so I feel, and I was talking about this with a girl just right before this call, mm-hmm. and I asked her like, "Hey, do you want to be part of the podcast?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'm down." And she said like, "No." And I said like, "Okay, well, um." when when are you going to be able to film and she's like film and i'm like yeah well like my podcast is like is the audio is also a video and she's like oh okay cool and she's like well when i go to ottawa and i said like i feel like well she asked me like do you have notes or whatever and i said like yeah like we're going to be talking about like how you're like into this modeling scene and well how we met how you started what have you done and how come you get to travel about it? And then she said like, well, it's not like I have many followers or anything. And I told her, well, like the idea of this is that like, I'm not going to just have guests that are really famous. Like, it's not like I can have like everybody be at the same tier as Joey. Mm -hmm. But see, the cool thing about this is that, for example, you might have just literally made 
a something that's just so concrete for somebody that wants to do a TikTok and they were like shy. Mm-hmm. Like you just gave them that piece of advice that could be true, could not be true, and that's mm-hmm. that TikTok will actually make that one be- video viral. Yeah, and that's that might open up the doors for some people to like go out there and get it and like yeah. do it. Perfect. And a lot of people would just be scared and see the thing is. I feel like for me, it's always been like scary. Like if I told you that I've tried to do YouTube videos for like years, mm-hmm. like I would not be lying. Like when I was a when I was a kid, like uh, even before high school, I wanted to start making YouTube videos, and I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. And it would have been like the most uh, classic YouTube titles, as in like, oh, like then um, then things I like about girls or yeah. Then, 10 things that guys like and this and that. And I thought it was like hella cool. But then again, like think of it. I'm talking about me wanting to make videos maybe like eight years ago. So maybe eight years ago, like that was the thing. And if I did that, it would have not been like so cliche or whatever. Yeah. And it was just so difficult. Like I remember making them and it was difficult in like the editing sense and being consistent and having the ideas and a little bit of like kind of having the support because I like right now it's not like I have the best background ever and right now I'm like filming a Skype call (laughs) I'm filming myself in my phone and it's not like I have a microphone and it's not like this is an actual Spotify like this is going on to YouTube so it's definitely zero out of 10 of how it should actually be like this should be in spotify it should have a name it should have a logo it should have a good description it should be posted on thursdays or saturday at night at the same time eastern time or whatever i should promote it like have a thumbnail that's always the same and just episode two or episode three different title or whatever and even though i don't have none of that I almost did that on purpose because I want people to think like, yo, like, hopefully this gets to a point where like, it's going to be recognized in like a year or so. And maybe I'm going to have like a thousand, two thousand followers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if they look back at these videos, I'm almost going to feel like David Dobrik on his first videos. Like if you, have you ever seen like the very first videos that David did? Okay. If you, if you look at them, it's so cringy. Like the jokes are so slow and the jokes are like so far apart. Like right now on David Dobrik's videos, like in a minute you get to see three jokes and like back in his first, in his first videos, a joke would be a minute. Yeah. It was just so much slower and all of it was like the same people because he didn't know that many people before. So all of his first uh, videos was the like the same crew over and over and over and over and over, and I and on this ones like he gets like guests like magicians and celebrities like Kylie Jenner and this and that. Yeah. But he started from somewhere. Yeah. And and that's and that's kind of what I, what I wanted to do with like this podcast and like not starting with a hundred percent. It's like watch how this grows. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, it's gonna like, I'm not gonna have celebrities or like 
famous people or like people like Joey that have like this following, they're living off of it in every single episode. I'm going to have people that are maybe just a bit on top of me or in the same tier as me or maybe not even there and they're just starting, but I like what they do. So in a way you fit and this girl fit in the modeling side and for you as well, like, Correct me if I'm wrong. Right now, you're working in the wedding industry. Yeah. Okay. And because you're working in the wedding industry, correct me if I'm wrong, you've done photo shoots where you've been uh, dressed up as a Brad. bridesmaid, right? Yeah. That's okay. So you've definitely been on the photo shoot side of things. Mm-hmm. And you've modeled. Mm-hmm. Now, that may not be what you, what you want to do. But you are on the artistic plane of things. And that's why I I was telling this other girl. It's like, I want to have people that are kind of in the artistic plane of things. Because I feel like when somebody says model, like the first thing that comes to mind is you can't model unless you go to a model agency. Yeah. Or like you can't model unless you kind of look like the models that we already know. So you have to be fit. You have to do this and you have to do that. And so, for example, this other girl, she's not, uh, I think she's more into a different kind of modeling. Not plus size, but like bigger size. Okay. But she's slim. So she's healthy, thick. Like she looks good. Yeah. But anyways, like um, she's, she's into this area that's uncommon, but it's a thing. And so, for example, you are in this area that's uncommon, but it's a thing. Yeah. You know, like being a model in, uh, as a bridesmaid in this, uh, well, what is it? That, I, I guess that's where my next question is. Like, where do you work? How do you got that job? And why, what's, all, what's all about, you know? Yeah, for sure. So the bridal photo shoots that I've done actually aren't really connected with being a bridal consultant. They actually happened before I got the job as a bridal consultant. So I was reached out uh, by a wedding planner uh, to do like a bridal styled photo shoot with them. Mm-hmm. So we were able to work with uh, amazing photographers and they got me all dressed up. They did my hair, they did my makeup and it was all different vendors that just came together to work on everybody's individual profiles. Um, and yes, or sorry, portfolios. So yeah, so I did that. And then after I did that one, I got reached out to by another photographer and, uh, Nathan and I did a second one. Uh, it was really, really fun. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of got me thinking about the bridal industry and everything like that. So then when I came to Halifax, I, um, called this beautiful bridal boutique and, Mm -hmm got a job working as a bridal consultant okay as a bridal consultant what do you do so I help brides find their perfect wedding gown so it's like I'm a little fairy godmother finding these girls their dresses okay yeah and what's a normal day like with you at the bridal consultant industry job bridal boutique (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we usually have it be all appointment based. So the brides will come in with their friends and family 
And, okay. <laughs> and we'll go around the store together and we'll go shopping for beautiful wedding dresses. And then they usually try on about like five to seven dresses. Okay. And then we find them their special dress that they're going to wear on their big day. Now, why would they go there and why would they not do it by themselves? Why would they not do it by themselves? What yeah. So like finding their dress, like, isn't that something that they can do by themselves? In what way? What do you mean? As in like, isn't there stores that like sell the dresses and, and stuff? I guess like what I'm trying to say is like, uh, why are they going with you? You know, why are they going with me? Like, why do you need like a bridal consultant to help you? Exactly. Out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it can be a very big decision. Like, a lot of these girls have thought about this moment for a long time in their life. And it can be kind of overwhelming and stressful to try to find a wedding dress when they're all up on the rack, too. They actually all look very similar. Like, it's hard to find dresses yeah. and everything in them. Um, and they're also really hard to put on too so you need someone to kind of help you into them and everything like that I feel like brides really appreciate somebody else helping them um clipping them into the dresses and everything and really appreciate other people's opinions mm -hmm. when it's time to shop for their wedding dress uh so yeah so I find that it's a really like special service and it also adds to the experience of finding yeah. a wedding dress I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to compare, but I think like the best way I can like put it in words, I guess, like, for example, somebody that does, uh, interior design, it's like, you can, you can have your room and you can fill it up with things, but it's not going to look as good as somebody that does interior design. And yeah. they're like, yo dude, like you should get this table. And then they're like, yo, but like. Where do you got that table? It's like, I got the connects. Don't worry about it. So it's kind of like, you're just like, yo, you should get this dress. And, the, and they're like, where do you found this dress? Oh, I know all the dresses. Don't worry. Yeah. I got you. Exactly. So, I got them. I see. I see. I, I, I like that. Okay. So in, in that industry, you're not actually doing photo shoots. Like the photo shoots happen before of it. Yeah, so those photo shoots that you saw, the ones that I posted on my Instagram, the professional ones, actually happened before I became a bridal consultant back in okay. August. Yeah, so that was kind of unrelated. It was just um, a wedding planner that reached out to me, and then I agreed to do the shoot with her. And it was super, super fun. It's definitely something that I want to do more of. And now that yeah. I'm working as a bridal consultant, I have the opportunity to be able to model these dresses for them. Got it. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Now, what I was going to say is, uh, so that's one side of things, and it's a small side of things. Mm -hmm. But like, we, I'm going to make up this big switch into like, how come you have the following base on your Instagram, and how come you have all of these amazing pictures? Because I guess what I'm trying to portray in this podcast is the unsaid things or the things that we imagine mm -hmm. and for example like I, I've made examples with other guys uh on my podcast with J-Mac I said like I remember when I was in grade 11 I was going into grade 12 I went into summer school and I'm 
I saw this guy that was like dressed up like super nicely every single day in like streetwear from normal, an outfit, a different outfit every single day and clothes from normal are not cheap. And it was like the shoes were different every single day. Like it almost seemed like he was just wearing this, a different pair of shoes and only wearing them once every single day. And then I also realized that he was a photographer and he had like, a very expensive lens and this and that. And on that episode, I ended up realizing that my life was just a tad bit different. And I had a hard time like making the connects thinking, well, the reason why he has the money to do all of that is because he's working. Mm-hmm. And I can't work because I was a student, right? So that was one thing. Second thing is uh, since I'm not working, then I don't have money to spend on things that I like. Mm-hmm. And when I actually graduated and I could start working, I was working, but my money was going towards uh, me, my survival, like living, paying for my rent, my phone, and this and that, like transportation, food, and whatever it, it was, like just shenanigans, like going out for a drink or two. Mm-hmm. And now... I end up realizing, well, if they're wor- if they're living in their house because they're Canadians, if they don't have to pay for all of this, a job can very well give them the money to like buy everything that they wanted and that I wanted at that time mm-hmm. and I couldn't get. Now, uh, that, that story came with J-Mac and J-Mac was telling me how he, most of his money, he always like just saved it so he can travel. Yeah. And so this is exactly why I'm like making the switch with you because a lot of people would think like, I'm just like putting words in other people's mouth. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think if I thought it, thought of it, mm-hmm. a lot of other people also thought of it. Sure. So when I was thinking, my conception of this guy, it was like, oh, like, he must be, like, rich. Like, his fam. Like, at this point, I, did not, it, I didn't even know that he was working at Normal. So that's another key thing. Yeah. He was working there, but he got the discount from there. Yeah, for sure. So that's another thing. And also, the, the, um, the dress code in the store had to be just stuff from the store. Yeah. So everything came to place once you like do a little bit of research and once you like see how everything came about. And I didn't didn't realize this by me telling him. Like I just made the connections because I saw a picture of him like working there and then I also wanted to work there and then I realized like, oh, they get a discount and oh, the dress code is like this because of other people that work there. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say here is, for example, if, if I just plain on look at your uh, Instagram, I'm like, wow, she's got a lot of followers. Uh, she must be a model. She <laughs> must travel and do photo shoots all, all over the place, like in Tokyo, in New Zealand. She must get everything paid for. Like, <laughs> like all expenses included, and she must travel with a photographer, or <laughs> like she's a travel vlogger, and and you see, you see how like I can tell you from like you literally laughing, you mm-hmm. can tell that none of this is true, right? Yeah, no. So no, not really. I'm just 
I'm, I'm just going to say some of it. Like, some of it that I think is just uh, how it actually went is you worked hard. Mm-hmm. You spent or saved most of your money. I'm sorry. That's going to be on my audio. I should have closed my window. Let me actually close my window. Okay. There you go. That's okay. This is the podcast with Jesus where abnormal things happen because yeah. it's not yeah. 100% yes, well planned. So it yeah, it's real. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, you save your money and I'm guessing it wasn't like your mom was like, oh, you need to pay me like a huge rent because you're living here and now you're working. Well, exactly. Like that was a huge reason why we were able to go on these trips was because both Nathan and I were living at home yeah. um, and we were both working full time and then some. So before our first trip, which was our biggest trip, it was Europe. So we spent three months traveling Europe, which was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and before that, I worked um, at like kind of like an accounting firm. Um Monday to Friday, nine to four. And then I worked at a car dealership like after that from 4.30 to nine. So I was working all day from like nine to nine. And then on weekends I was doing princess parties. So I was literally working every single day of the week for Mm -hmm. full, full hour days, just really, really working to be able to afford this trip. And then um, we were able to just quit our jobs and go to Europe for three months. And then after that, it was the same thing. We would work really, really hard for our next trip, save yeah. up money, pick up as many jobs as we could, work three jobs, um, then quit them all and go and travel. And it was like the same kind of cycle over and over again. Uh, and it was the best. I really recommend it. Now, was that after you graduated or yeah. While, while you were studying. Yeah, it was after we graduated. What do you get graduated on? What did I graduate from? Yeah. Well, I went to Ottawa U University for psychology. And I did that for a few years and realized that that was not for me. So yeah. then I left Ottawa U and I took a few years off working and that's when Nathan was finishing up his degree so once Nathan finished up his degree that's when we did our Europe trip and then when I came back I went to Algonquin for aesthetics and I really wanted to get into cosmetic sales yeah Um, so I took my degree and then that's when I got my job working with Shantakai as the brand manager for them through Nordstrom Yeah. yeah So that was an awesome job and I worked there and then we did uh, Australia and New Zealand and Tokyo after that. Yeah. Well, that was when I was like giving you Starbucks every day, huh? Yeah. That was the best. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, okay. So happy. This, this might be a little bit rude, but give us a time, give us a timeline on your actual age. Like when did you, when did you graduate it? How how old were you when you went back to school? Because I I find that very interesting because I know that we have an age difference, but I never see it. I always just picture you as like my friend that's like 23 years old and is turning 24. Because 26 right now. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy (laughs) to me. I'm gonna tell you why, because I'm I'm back in school. 
-hmm. when I finish school and maybe I get to be in a similar position where you are, Mm -hmm. then like, how can I say it? I I feel like you're 23 and you're positioned way better than me. (laughs) But I'm not in 26. Well, you, but exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, can you give us a little bit of a rundown how everything went like age wise, like how old were you when you graduated out of the way you, when you went back to Algonquin, when you did your trip in Europe and when you did your trip in Australia? Yeah. So it's actually funny before that too. I, when I was 21 years old, I wrote in a journal, like my five year plan, like what I want to accomplish in five years. Mm -hmm. And so far, every single thing has come true. That's how Okay, wait, one second. I'm going to quickly, quickly, quickly grab it just because that. Oh, we got a technical <laughs> issue, guys. Our guest has escaped. This has never happened before. Where is it? I thought I had it right here. Uh, oh, yeah. Have but we can... Keep them entertained. Okay, I was going to say we can see that. Uh, the distance process has gone away, but there's the uh, teapot from the what's the movie the beauty and the beast and what else do we have here we got the toaster we got the microwave they're not from the beauty and the beast the microwave would have been cool i i feel actually guys correct me or what do you guys think of this what if there was a beauty and the beast actual actualize like an apartment where like the things that come to life is like a microwave, a toaster and like all of that. I feel like that's just a, me rambling crazy thoughts, but that's okay. Um, Look, I have Chip right here. Look at Chip. <laughs> um, okay. I can't find it, but I, I think I can memorize it. So 22 was when I went to Europe. Yeah. And then 23. I think that was when I did, when I went back to school, was 23, and I did my uh, aesthetics degree. It was a one-year program. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did Thailand during that time, too. So I think it was 23 for that as well. Um, Or sorry, no, Thailand was when I was 24. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... 25 was when I did Australia, Hawaii, uh, Bali, Tokyo. Okay. New Zealand. And then um, that's also when I went and auditioned for Disney World. And that was also on my bucket list. Yeah. So Yeah. So that was all like the years that I had that I wanted to do those things. And I did them all in those years. And my one for this year is to get engaged. <laughs> Nathan screaming on the back, like, yeah, girl, like, girl, why are you pressuring me that much? <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, Joey sent you the the TikTok of the girl that had like that little thing. It was like 300 and like 400 and 1,000 days of me waiting to get engaged. Yeah, that's literally me right <laughs> that, now. That was hilarious. That's so funny. Um, what I was going to say, it's, um, okay, you gave you gave us that list, mm-hmm. and I think that's really amazing. Like, when you made that list, 
did you just say like what was it like because you don't have it but like i'm yeah. i'm just i'm just thinking like did you wrote down twenty two. I want to travel to Thailand. Like, was was it kind of like that? Yeah. So it was a timeline where I just like wrote a line across the paper with a bunch of ticks, and each tick had um, like the different age, and then underneath that, I wrote what I wanted to accomplish in those years. Was it just traveling or other things? Um, it was mostly travel based. Yeah, for sure. Oh, also you're frozen here. Am I frozen as well? No, you're not frozen. I'm not frozen? No. Okay. Okay. I hope that this is not gonna be as I can tell that I'm telling you something and then like you're hearing it like two or three seconds after. Yeah, right now it's a little bit glitchy okay the we're gonna keep on going with this guys if it worse comes oh, to worse that's better that's you're better yeah okay i was gonna say worse comes to worse we'll stop it and we'll restart again but uh okay things are better now what i was gonna say is should i try to do one myself right now i feel like it'll be yeah. kind of cool to like see where that's gonna take me like writing down What's going to happen in the next five years? Totally. So do you have a new one yourself? Yeah, I do. It's also in that same book, but I can't find that book right now. I feel like as soon as we hang up this call, I'm going to find it. That's probably what's going to happen. Not going to lie. So you use your line and I'm going to like make this pretty later, but I'm just going to think. So right now we are on 2020. Worst year ever so far. I know, it's a really bad year. Hopefully, this is for a good change. Like, <laughs> let's just take away the good things out of it. Like, through the pandemic, um, the I feel like the lungs from the earth are actually breathing because there's less activity from men. Like, you see the animals coming in, like into roads, like where people are living. Yeah. But it just goes to show that we are living where they were living before. Um, the activism with like uh, Black Lives Matter, right. and Huge. I mean, like this, this goes from a long way past, bef like before that, like just uh, Aboriginal people, like uh, that happening in Canada, in in Mexico, for example. Like we still, like uh, as far as I know, and I'm just maybe speaking out of my ass, but like. Um, they are definitely not like treated as well as in Canada. Like, yeah. I, I don't know the facts, but I think uh, from a certain percentage of being Aboriginal, like you get your college like uh, studies covered up in Canada, right? To be honest, I'm not too sure. It's something I need to educate myself more on. Oh. Yeah, I may, I may be speaking on my ass, but I, I, I think that's that's something that actually does happen. And I thought that was like really cool. Uh, definitely, I feel like Canada like holds a bigger regard to people that are Aboriginal. Mm -hmm. Like I know there's definitely it's not perfect, mm -hmm. but uh, 
it's not like in Mexico. Like in Mexico, it's just like way different. Like I feel like there's definitely there's the same thing as in every everywhere else, like systematic racism and just racism towards each other because um, maybe you're darker than another person because you have to work under the sun mm-hmm. and they, then there's like the racism of like, oh, you're too dark or this and that. And we're all Mexicans, which is really bad because wow. yeah. dude, like it's not even like we have people from other cities. Like imagine when that actually becomes a thing and there's like black people and Asian guys and like people from all over the world in like Mexico. Like, I feel like right now people think that they're not racist. Yeah. And they might end up realizing that they are when, like, they're faced with that. Yeah. And and that's just unfortunate. Like, um, I may be speaking too harshly, but mm-hmm. I just think that definitely it's something that it will, it will kind of happen. Like, like it or not, we're, we're not always just uh, open to, like, things that are uncommon, for example. Like when you go to a place and you see um, something different, you might get scared. And for example, uh, I remember I, my, my experience from me joining a basketball team and it was just like black eyes, like all over. Mm-hmm. I was not scared. I was not like uh, intimidated. It it, it was like, I guess because I've always been very open, like I I was raised under like, there's, there's no such thing as racism. Yeah. Um, it was just like, whoa, this is different. Like, I was just like, this is just crazy. I'm, I'm the (laughs) only one that's, that's Mexican working. Like literally I can consider myself as another group of people Yeah. because I was not white or anything. And like most of the people in my high school, they're black. Um, I was like, whoa, I'm the only one that's just different playing in this, like in this basketball game. And it was just crazy to me, but I can definitely see that. Like if you're raised under like the ideal of like, oh, don't, don't hang out with them because they're too, they're too burnt. Like literally that's something that happens in Mexico. Like, oh, he's like too dark and Mostly that goes because like the people that build houses, they get burnt because they're under the sun. So that, so it's kind of like they associate like being burnt or like being like darker skin as in like a bad thing. So it's just like racism between each other here. And, and, and that's just plain all bad. Um, but what I was like getting at, like, I'm just like rambling too much is the fact of like, uh, how in 2020, uh, from all of this, definitely there's been a little bit of a change from like the pandemic like i feel like people are understanding that like oh there's like online businesses like there's there's things that we can sell online and there's going to be a lot of entrepreneurs that are going to take advantage of this and there's also uh cleaner ways of doing things like in my grocery store uh i guess like it was a huge um thing like saying oh we're gonna stop giving plastic bags and they took as an advantage of like oh you know what nobody is coming or when they're coming like it's just a few people we're gonna do that we're gonna take away the plastic bags and it's just gonna be normal bags and they're not gonna be able to complain because it's not such a harsh change they, mm-hmm. and it happened when not a, a lot of people are coming so in a way 
that was a good positive green, green thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I know that a lot of people are suffering. I know that a lot of people don't have the um, the advantage to say that like, oh, positive things are happening, and I feel for them because, uh, I mean, I I almost feel for myself because I wish I was in Canada because you guys are following the rules of the social distancing way better than here. Really? And, oh yeah, like so much better, and and it's just kind of sad, but. That, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like um, from all this, there's a little bit that we can take away and hope that it's just going to open our eyes and to be more green, open our eyes and to um, be more responsible, open our eyes and to be less racist and to be more like a one world thing. Yeah. And we'll see what's going to happen after this. Like it's just been one thing after another from like the fires in Australia to the pandemic to the riots god knows what's next it literally that that's the meme yeah hopefully it's the change now and now everybody is i don't know learning from everything that's happened and it'll just get better yeah let's just hope so so 2020 2020 2021 where do i see well actually i have this goal because this is actually written in paper like i'm supposed to do an internship september to december yeah yeah so let's just say 2020 i'm going i'm going to be in canada in Windsor specifically yeah 2021 i'm going to program i'm gonna be working in Canada yeah where <laughs> you're being so specific I don't know like actually 2021 me saying that when I work in Canada I think it's just as good as a goal like I don't know where like what would be like something that you'd want I that's still realistic See, it's more realistic for me to say Toronto, but if we're being really, really realistic, no, if we're, if we're being really, really realistic, it could be Windsor, uh-huh. uh, because that's where I'm going to be doing my internship, and that's maybe where I could get uh, contacts and get a job there. So that's the more, most realistic one. The one that I want to happen, mm-hmm. you're not going to be happy with this, is MTL. Like... Oh. I, I, for some reason, you I have, huh? you loved Montreal when you went. Yeah. For some reason, I, I, I just like, if I, if I picture myself having a house is there Yeah. and I, and I barely know that place. Like I barely know it, but it's just the streets. It's just the, the vibe that I've always got from that place. It's just beautiful. beautiful it's green. It's artsy. It's. The metros, like you may think like, what about the metros? If you go to the metros, it's almost like I feel like I'm in New York City. Like it's just full of people that are just so different and like they're so artistic and it's just beautiful for to me to see that. Like if I could, I would like just wake up and go to the metro, go wherever random and then come back and I'll find enjoyment, like joy, joyness from actually like just stepping in, going to Bafak nowhere, and then come back and literally wasted my time making that one little trip. But at least I would have seen people. 
Like it's just so weird, but like for me to say that. But I will see like the most randomest thing, and that's why I wanted to see. Like just you see that, and I think that's just amazing. It's just like it goes to show how amazing people are and how different people are, and in, in itself. So I guess winter. Uh, and then Montreal, we're down Montreal. That makes sense. If your internship is going to be done in Windsor by that year, right? I, I, I could try to achieve Montreal, but it's going to be tough because I don't know French. So it's not very realistic. Like, more realistic, that's why, why I said Toronto or even Vancouver. But Vancouver, it's really expensive. But if I get a job, I can make, it up, make that happen. So I've never been in Vancouver. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write down Vancouver, and this is why. Okay. Because they... That's where you have like the film industry. Well, also Toronto. Yeah. Toronto is more doable because I've been in Toronto and I know people from Toronto. Okay, I'm going to take out Vancouver. I'm going to put Toronto. Okay. And then what would you want to be doing in Toronto? Like what would the job be that you would, you would get? In Toronto, um, definitely something in the film industry. That would be like my dream, film industry. Yeah. And then 20. So you have connections. Yeah. I mean, well, not really connections, connections, but I know a guy who just, uh, well, he's been, he's been in Cannes in the festival. Uh, he produced, uh, or he helped produce. I'm, I'm not so sure, actually. I want him to be in the podcast. Uh, he helped produce uh, two films, and they're like artsy films, international films, and that's why he was in Cannes. And he also acts, so he's been in place, I'm pretty sure, like even singing in place. And he was part of the cast in like the Deadly Class, and that was a show that it's uh, showcasing in sci-fi, like in the States. Uh, it's basically a show that could be in Netflix, but it's in sci-fi. So yeah, um, that's that's a guy that definitely I could like get connections from. And if I get like my shit together and I and I know exactly what I want, I want to I want to apply. I could ask him like, do you know anybody that works there or something? And maybe something could happen. Twenty twenty two. I want to. I want to do a, not a sabbatical, but I feel like at this point, I hope that I'm like in such a position that like either like, no, I'm not saying I'm going to be like Joey, but I hope that uh, maybe either like my podcast is doing good or a YouTube, or maybe I finish a book. Let's, let's say I finish a book because that's something I wanted to do. Finish a book. Like finish writing a book? Yeah. And from finishing writing that book, I hope that like maybe a new chapter could begin and I could be taken maybe not seriously, but just like as a as a writer. Like it would be really cool if I could make like a a New York Times um bestseller. And yeah. and from that it'll be kind of cool for like, I always want, I always picture myself like traveling maybe to like Japan and just live there for like half a year and write a novel out of that. Like just from inspiration, not about myself, but just, mm -hmm. uh, something, right. Write a story. So, so say, 22? 
six months in Japan. I'm actually learning Japanese in Duolingo. Really? Yeah. Is it hard? It's actually really easy. Oh. Yeah, like uh, everything is in symbols, but the app is really cool. Like it, I definitely would suggest that like you take notes because like everything is just by memory. So you see the symbols and you see and you hear the sounds and it tells you once what it means. And then you just have to remember, but like it gets to a point where like, yo, I've seen so many symbols and I actually do remember what they mean. Wow. But there's times where like uh, you may think, oh, I don't remember. And I feel like for that one, instead of like you losing, cause like, it's kind of like a game. And then if you lose all, all your lives, then you can't study anymore. So that's why you have to pay. Um, okay. you, you could be taking notes. And if you're taking notes, then definitely you're not gonna lose and you keep on learning. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I should like restart it because I'm not that far. But definitely after like seeing like 20 symbols and knowing what they mean, I'm like, damn, like I remember exactly how to say them and what they mean. So, so I, I feel like that's just cool in itself. Something right now in it? Huh? Can you say something? Uh, no, actually I haven't used it in, in like two weeks. Yeah. I think. So I need, uh, but that's because I've been like, I also downloaded like uh, an app for poker and I just been playing poker oh, no. for a, a long time. And I prefer watching poker and strategies and all that. Mm -hmm. And that's because like, you know, when like you download a game and the game is just like connecting dots and all of that, I, I came to a realization. I was like, yo, this is such a waste of time. <laughs> like if I was playing poker, I'm actually learning a bit of mathematics and strategy in this. And if I down, download Duolingo, I'm actually learning a language. Mm -hmm. So I was like thinking, imagine how many hours girls or guys or moms play Candy Crush. And if they're in Duolingo, they'll probably be like talking three new languages in no time. Yeah, it's actually true. So yeah, uh, I just started doing that. I realize that poker is a shit and a luck too, because it's not like I win yeah. most of the time, but <laughs> I defend myself. Um, 2023, mm, man, this is kind of tough. I've been talking to this girl from the Netherlands. Like, yeah, I remember they, telling you about like, her. Yeah, like for, for a minute now. And not gonna like, I, I wanted to change my dual language to Dutch so I can understand like her language. And also I was looking into jobs uh in the netherlands and she was helping me to like look into jobs too yeah. uh, i feel like that's so far away but i guess by 2023 my my goal would be to like be able to do this jim carrey thing uh i remember in which movie was it it was one where like if he he falls in love with this girl and they go to Arkansas, I think. Okay. Like what happens is that like they went to the airport and they're just like, let's just buy a ticket anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's too expensive and just what's the next flight? And they're like, Arkansas. And they're like, well, fuck it. We're going to Arkansas, I guess. <laughs> and they went there. 
there's nothing there. I think there's like, uh, and I I may be wrong on the city, but I just remember that they went there and there's a museum of clocks. And there is also the... There's like their football team and their and their head like the the hats they put on. It was like a big cheese, a cheddar cheese. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. What was that? I I don't remember. I just remember that like this the Jim Carrey falls in love with this girl, and uh, is it Jasmine? No, no, it's not Jasmine. Or I think it's the is the movie where he has to say yes to everything. Okay. Oh, okay. Is it called Yes Man? No, Yes Man, I think it's like a very old movie. Where yeah, I remember that movie. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, like I remember I remember that scene and it that scene has been engraved in my in me for a long ass time. It's like I hope one day I could just do that. Like just be content and happy. So I wanna be able to say go to the Netherlands because of the heck of it to and get a girlfriend. Woohoo. We'll see. Who knows? I mean it's one, two, three, it's three years apart. Like this should be 2021. This should be 2020. It shouldn't be 2023. Um one, two, three, four. Okay, let's do one more year. And then let's wrap up this. It's yeah. almost getting to an hour. Um, twenty twenty four. What's gonna happen? Maybe by then I'm gonna have a second book. Yeah. And and maybe you know what? It would be really cool if I if I was actually like part of a, an actual movie. So like uh, part on making a movie and that would be wherever like it could be from a toronto company or something like that 2024 and you know what like all of this is just crazy like all of these goals are to me they just seem insane first off because i did not study film school but that's something that i always wanted to like be part of be part of the industry and i'm for some for some reason i th- i think it's doable because i've seen people that have graduated from film school and i have more videos than they do okay and to a certain extent i have i i, I do think i have like uh better skills than some of them you yeah. know like yeah. not not to be cocky or anything but it it's almost like they still have that title that says film school and yeah. I don't. Yeah. And they also probably know a lot of things that I don't know that are just professional in the film industry, like script writing and this and that. And I don't know. And for, for that, I want to invest into the master class so like I can like learn how to do script writing and all of that. And do they have like a condensed program so that you can do it faster. Yeah. Oh, There's, okay. There's like filmmakers, there's script writers, there's uh, lots of like very famous people in the master class that uh, teach about filming and the film industry. So that's like the thing that I see more doable for myself to invest in that and like uh, use it. The other thing is um, if you if you can tell anything from all of this is that I want to travel. Like I want to be able to 
be at a company that allows me to like travel everywhere. At a, at some point, I wanted to be like one of the girl, one of the girls or the guys that says like, the exit is over here, and if you grab your bag, like, please put it on into the one beside you, and then help yourself out. And then if there's a fire, just calm down. Maybe knock whoever is beside you because they're being too loud or whatever. Yeah. And they're, they're probably going to harm you. And you just want to stay safe. So, like, knock them out. And whenever, like, the plane lands in the water, even though there's a fire, I, I don't know. Maybe the plane's going to explode. Like, just leave it at that. This was going to happen. You're going to open the door and you're going to grab the knocked out guy that you knocked out and you're going to put him safely in one of those seats that float. And yeah, you're going to save that guy. And he might sue you because you knocked him out. But then at the end of the day, you know that if it wasn't because of you knocking him out, he might have just. I don't know. He might have just like ran out into the cabin where there's like the pilot. He would have been like, you know what? Fuck you. I think I can do this better than you. And he might have knocked out the airplane uh, guy, the pilot. And he might have just like crash into a mountain and then it would have been shit for everybody. So you can live with your conscience clean thinking that it was a better option to knock out that guy. Um... <laughs> There, there's my timetable and I just want to finish up this with you because I feel like we took this huge tangent a little bit into my side <laughs> and this is like let's just take facts that are real when you went to these places you obviously had money saved yeah. uh tell me the ages because you told me the ages when you were traveling but at what age do you graduate from uh out of you uh, well, I, I didn't end up graduating from Ottawa U, but I did graduate from Algonquin. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. So at what age did you left Ottawa U? I think 21. 21. And then how long were you working as a psychologist? I was, I was never working as a psychologist. Oh, I thought you worked as a psychologist. No, because I, I was... You just uh, figured out you didn't like it. Yeah, exactly. So I went to school for it. Um because I actually wanted to be a high school guidance counselor. Okay. But it was just not a program for me at all. Uh, so I left that when I was about 21. And then I worked. And 22 was when I did Europe. Mm -hmm. 23 was when I did my aesthetics degree. Okay. Four was when I did uh, Thailand. Okay. And 25 was when I did Australia and Tokyo and all that. Okay, so I'm like two trips behind you. And I'm in Halifax. Yeah, that's crazy cool. Um, who takes these pictures? Nathan. Of course, men's. That's something I've been saying for a long ass time. Is I'm husband. You need somebody that has that eye, that, that keen eye. That knows all my best angles. Exactly. No, and, and also, it's not just that. Like, men's takes videos. Yeah, he does it all. He's amazing. Yeah, like it, one thing is to know how to take a picture. Another thing is to like say like, I, I can imagine him being Hollywood like action. And then you see like Sarah coming into the yeah. frame and then you like, she's like, cut, cut. No, no, no. Yeah, I need you to come into the frame, twirl. Yeah. And then afterwards just look, gaze around. And, so then look, and then look back and all of that. I, I feel like 
he he puts that whole scene together. Oh, so yeah. man's knows. They're behind all of my Instagrams. So so you guys know you gotta get yourself a man's that knows how to do that. And get yourself an Instagram husband. For the men's, you gotta get yourself girls that can do that. Oh yeah. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, so we figured out that you're not an international model that gets everything paid for and no. Yeah. I had to work for all of my trips. But hopefully one day I'll get them all paid for and people will invite me out to take pictures at their cool hotels and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we talked about the next five years for mine. What mm -hmm. are your next five years? Well, my first five years was very, like, travel-oriented, and I wanted to yeah. get all these cool places knocked off my bucket list. The next one seems to be more, like, family-oriented. Yeah, like, okay. family-oriented and stuff like that. So it's more, like, get engaged, get married, um, buy a house have my first baby so it's very different now wow okay yeah. what about the dog <laughs> what do you mean what about the dog how old is little sophie little sophie is 10 years old i want to talk about the devil coming into the picture but what about the dog the dog will be there for the next 100 years <laughs> oh yeah yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry to break it down to you, Sarah, but I'm pretty sure she's gonna go to heaven. I don't know. I think that she'll be with me forever. <laughs> she will be forever in your heart and taking care of you from heaven. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, little Sophie, will be at the Talk everlasting. She she will be at the at the farm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she will go to that farm where all, all the other animals go. No. And then and I was just selling you po postcards. <laughs> Are you going to get another little Sophie when that happens? Uh, I have no idea. I have not thought that far ahead at all. You thought five years ahead. You know exactly you're getting a house, that you're getting a baby, that you're getting married, that you're getting engaged, and you haven't thought about your next dog. Definitely would be under 10 pounds and hypoallergenic. Know that for sure. How come? Because, I don't know, I just love how tiny Sophie is and how she's hypoallergenic. So there's no hair anywhere on the floor, which is so nice. Like, Oh, that's what you yeah. meant by that. Okay, yeah. I did not know what that meant. Okay, yeah. She doesn't shed at all. So she's yeah. really, really, like, clean and easy to take care of. So I love that. And she's just so tiny and cute. And, that's yeah. cool. Okay, uh, I just want to apologize. It's not like... Uh... I have, uh, that was very dark humor, talking about Sophie and all that. I hope Sophie lives forever. And yeah. I, I've met her personally, if you guys do not know. And I, I, I love her very deeply. <laughs> and that's why I was not mad when she was like squeaking her toy, even though she's definitely like against this podcast and she wants this podcast to not do well. But, yeah. but you guys can tell, actually, she has not posted that much in her Instagram. No, so she <laughs> I, I don't know if I end up unfollowing her because I felt like she was not posting, but I definitely was one of the first followers, just so yeah. you guys know. You were, you were. And I think she yeah. hasn't posted in months, like in six months. Yeah, I know. She, she's been lacking. 
So I guess uh, I already just want to like wrap this up. If if there was a sponsor, because I've been doing this for the last three uh, podcasts that I filmed, I have not posted one that I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's because it's it's so hard to have guests in here. Like if they bail or if they can make or this or whatever, then it's hard for me to be consistent and put everything at the same time. So I'm going to start filming post podcast of just me by myself talking about a theme uh the theme that i talked about yesterday was about uh relationship tips because somebody asked me to talk about that mm-hmm. and i changed it into and this is nick peek i changed it into relationship tips of how to cock block yourself or how to be single because how am i going to talk about relationship advices when i've been single for three years so like yeah I, I can definitely give you advices on how to be single for sure. How to plug yourself, just do exactly what I do. Oh my gosh. So I thought that was funny. Uh, but the reason why I'm saying this, it's um, uh, on, on the episodes I'm sponsoring or saying that the episode is sponsored by somebody, even though it's not sponsored. Who do you want to sponsor today? Which, which brand do you like? like just lately or that you think oh it would be really cool if like this podcast was sponsored by these people Reese cups what is that peanut butter Reese cups Mm. so Reese's Reese's pieces is that what you mean yeah okay this episode is sponsored by Reese's pieces because they're the best uh peanut butter cups chocolate thingies that you can buy from uh how much are they I think like $2. Okay. So like, and there's two pieces. So it's like a buck each if you want to like share them with somebody. Yeah. That. Yeah. Reese's Cups. I hope you guys can collaborate with us at some point. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you can find them on Instagram. Probably Reese's Cups. But yeah, look them up. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, uh, just to finish this is, at some point, I do want to have you, like, it would be really cool if, for example, we talked about relationship advices, because, wow. man, you, you're literally married already. Yeah. Or, or just, like, well, actually, no, you can't talk about relationship advices. You've been with the same men. Yeah, I know. I have no idea about the dating scene. Like, how I used to flirt and date was just very, very embarrassing. I'm, I feel like that's okay. Everybody's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the best thing is to just be bold and go for it. Like there you go. to work at a video store. So I used to make my mom drive me to the video store so that I could go and flirt with him. There you go, guys. That's how you do it. You just got to be creepy as hell and, like, yeah, <laughs> and, get your, and get your mom to be your accomplice into it. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I, I hope that that's probably the next episode. Actually, I would like to have, because we've done it on Joey's podcast, uh, that like it's the three of us. Mm-hmm. So that would be something that I would really like to happen. I'm going to have a single with Joey. And oh, I might have to change the topic. Tell me, if you like this topic right now, I'll change it. And the one that's going to be the three of us, it's going to be this topic. I wanted to do this topic with Joey. And it's the talking about... Um, how we saw things as little kids. So just a quick explanation is like, when I was a little kid, all I ever wanted to be was Max from the Goofy movie. <laughs> like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to know how to skateboard. I wanted to like 
be so good that it would be on the X Games. And I just wanted, like, on the Powerline movie, like, I just wanted to go to a first concert and by some weird reason get to know the actual guy and, like, be on the TV yeah. while, while your girl or the girl that you're flirting with, she sees you on TV. Like, it's just insane uh, scenarios. But that wasn't it. Like, I also wanted to be the guy from Reese's and just be the guy that, like, had, like, his crew. And everybody at school knew that I had a crew. Yeah. And <laughs> what else? Like, the, I, I, I just, like, feel like there's so many things that go on set. Like, what happened to Max when he graduated? Did he got a job? Yeah. What, happened, what happened to Goofy when he met that librarian? Are they, are they married now? And, like... What what problems do they face? Like that's something I just want to talk about, and I just feel like it just goes without saying that like when we were kids, we wanted things in such a different way because at least myself, I saw that as being that's who I want to be when I'm in high school. Yeah. Like I remember, I wanted to have those baggy jeans. I wanted to have that red shirt. I wanted to go into university. And feel that like uh, Kappa Sigma and like this. Uh, because you see when he goes to college, he sees all of that. I wanted to be in that drama. I wanted that to happen. Yeah. That's so funny. No, that would be so fun to do a podcast. Do you, th- do you think you have content or like uh, topics that you can talk about and like things that you saw yourself? Like remember Kim Possible? Oh, yeah. Man, I remember that I just like... How are you, like, a kid and, like, you're, like, doing spy shit? Like, I, I was just like, yo, that's what I want to do. Like, I wish I was that person. You know what I mean? And I really wanted to be a Disney princess my whole life, but I actually made it happen and became one. Yeah, that is true. You actually made it happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I never learned how, well, I tried to learn how to skateboard. I, I, I'm okay. Like, I'm way better at the longboard to, like, stay in the longboard. If I'm trying to stay... There's a really cool skate park here. You and Nathan. I can imagine. Yeah. Nathan knows how to skateboard. Men's men's know how to do everything. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. Anyways, uh, holy shit. We're going for, like, an hour and a half. But this was, like, also a catch-up between friends. So... Cut, cut me some slack into this podcast uh i'm very appreciative that you were here as a guest and that you were able to shine some light into the reality of your instagram mm-hmm. uh also the fact that like things are very doable if you work hard uh all of that was your work it wasn't something that was given to you it wasn't like my conception or like the conception that some people would have taken from it and saying like, oh, she's a model, international model, probably everything gets paid for. And also, well, you're not a model. It's just like your personal travel blog life. And it just so happens to be beautiful because you have men's and men's knows how to take pictures and videos. Yeah. And it's, I just think it's beautiful. You have a very RTI. One of the biggest reasons why I have you on the podcast, you know, how to edit your pictures. I feel like uh, that's something that would have been cool if we talked about how you edit your pictures, your apps and all of that. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, like, even though you have all of that, I mean, a lot of people would be like, why isn't she a travel blogger? 
because she has her own life. And your own life right now, it's being in Halifax, working in the Bridesmaid uh, studio, uh, picking and helping ladies, uh, well, women, <laughs> into getting their... Uh, their dresses done, have an amazing experience in the nice little city. Well, is it a city? I'm not sure. Of Halifax? Yeah. And yeah, that's Sarah. Well, how do you spell it? It's S-A-R-A-H dot A-N-N-E dot Fitzpatrick. I'm not going <laughs> to spell that. But yeah, Fitzpatrick. And thanks for, thanks for being here. Anything that you want to say? Thank you so, so much. I hope everybody goes out and achieves all their dreams. There you go, guys. Thanks for listening. This was the podcast with Jesus. Jesus podcast. The podcast. Jesus. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> working name title thing. Yeah. So bye now. <laughs>